0: Welcome to what is finally episode 54 of the What's In Podcast. I am glad you could join me today. For the episode today, we're going to uh, play rapid fire catch-up, so to speak. So uh, let's get right into it with the Inspiration Station, part two. And guys, we're going to go right into a... uh, Another message board that I didn't go to last time from three. we are going to go to the Campbell County message boards at wwwccmb forum dash And we're going to go right into the reviews here with the first one from Jason. And he thought that the opening scene was very intense and it seemed like something very bad was going to happen. Honestly, I seem to have to agree with him on that one. And uh, it was pretty cool because uh, I actually did think it was going to have something a little more intense than just Connie being in there all night. And I can totally see that. And uh, he also mentioned that it was also very intense, the scene with... uh, Connie in her conversation about her experience in the Inspiration Station. And, uh, yeah, I can totally see that one as well. And uh, he continues on to say that uh Mortimer is a very interesting character. And we can only assume that he is the person Connie is referring to in Part 1. Which talks about what's friend. And, yeah, I'd have to do with that. But the question that he asked is... Is more going to be a one-time only character? Or are we going to somehow bring him back in other episodes? Which, uh... From what I hear, we probably won't have him again this season anyway. And, uh... He said that also leads... to this and that and there we are, something like that. That's what he means by that. And, uh, anyway, uh... He's someone of what's town clock make. And, uh, yeah. And he said his favorite part of the whole episode was the clips with the different people saying how Connie inspires them. And that was pretty cool. And, uh, nobody's mentioned this, but, uh, I think I'll mention it myself. Because, uh, what I found was very cool about the, uh... People that called in was that uh, they actually pretended like they were actually characters in the show. And actually characters on the show. And he said overall this two-part episode was pretty good. He gave it 4 out of 5 stars. Said it was great and he can't wait to hear the rest of the season. And I still think you guys will enjoy that. But we also had two more reviews on Inspiration Station Part 2. And that is from Nate Maxwell. And he made the statement that he thought the episode was creepy. Can't, uh, really see that, but... The way he explained it is Connie had this addiction to go inside an inspiration station and sit in Tranquility. Okay. And he said, couldn't this be compared to the trip you get when you're high on drugs? Well... I don't quite think it goes that far, but yeah. And he said that Matthew is awesome, and once he uses his tech skills for good, he makes Connie happy. And, uh, he said something about he thought he heard Regis's voice in the encouragement part. And, uh, can't really say much about that, to be honest with you, because I didn't really hear it. And he has some, some, some this uh, suspicion that the Inspiration Station will be hacked, and Mortimer will be turned into some super-villain right now. That's the one thing that he's hoping for with Mortimer. And honestly, I can't really say much about that little off-the-cuff idea, but yeah. And, uh, Sapphire Von Trap found that it was very strange for Connie to have an addiction. And, he, and she also liked the Connie inspires me part. And she really likes the Parker family too. And uh, the only thing she's having problems with is she is still adjusting to the new Whip voice. And, uh, I am really adjusted to the Whip voice already and I really like it. So, yeah. Uh, she didn't give it a, uh, actual, uh, Review as far as stars or anything, but yeah. For that, I'm going to have to give another 5 out of 5 stars. I really enjoyed this episode. So yeah. You got to go with me on that one and just agree with me. Well, I mean, you don't have to, but still. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I think I'm going to move on before I dig myself into a big hole here. Let's move on to 657, Clutter. And uh, Jason also commented on this one as well. He said that in Clutter, we meet red. And, uh, I like him. And he sees Red being a character that is around for quite a while. Or at least he hopes so. And, uh, he said the Parker's garage kind of sounds like his, to be honest with him. And, uh, his basement as well. And, uh, he likes that the Parker kids are typical kids. And, uh, they don't like to be, they don't like to clean. And, uh, they like bickering. And he said, it makes it seem more like reality. And it reminds me of the Barclays. And, uh, honestly, there again, I'd have to agree with that. It's very much like the Barclays. And he said, the way David convinces them to help is a genius. And, uh, very dad-parent-like. Yeah, again, I'd have to agree. He said, the chemistry of the Parker family is very good. And, actually, he said, it's great, to be honest with him. And, uh... He said Andre is really beginning to grow on him as wit. And uh, he said he can really relate to the Parker family because clutter builds up quickly. And it's somewhat hard to sort through. He said it was a great episode with a good theme and some humor. And he gave it a 4.5 out, 5 out of 5 stars to be honest with you. Which is really interesting as well. And Nate also commented on this one. And he said he really liked this episode. And uh, he said it reminds him uh, of the episode when the Barclays had a yard sale. Which, yeah, I can see that totally. He said Wit seems like a kind of a uh, cooler version of Wit. And uh, he hopes he has some Uncle, Joel, Uncle Joe type stories up his sleeve for the Odyssey kids. And uh, he said the Parker kids just uh, work, so to speak. They seem like a typical 21st century family. And he thinks that many people will be able to relate to the feelings and situations they end up in. And, uh, when you hear an episode later in the season, I'm not sure what you'll think of this one because it'll definitely be different. But anyway, not going to spoil anything because the, uh, spoiler police or (laughs) men in black are behind me and, uh, they have tasers, so if I spoiled, they'll get the taser after me. Anyway, he said this episode really takes him back to when he was, like, seven years old, listening to the very first albums. And he said it gives him a nice, warm feeling to know that somewhere out there, another seven-year-old is listening to these episodes. And yeah, I can totally see that. Didn't get a review out of him on that one, but, uh, oh well. I won't even try to that for him. And, uh, also, Sapphire Von Trapp came back to review this episode as well. She said that, uh, she really liked this episode, and it kind of reminded her of the older Odyssey episodes. Uh, she likes it a lot. And, uh, she liked how the girls worked out their little squabble. And he said that Matthew seems like a kid, Eugene, in some ways. And, uh, I also found that very similar to, uh, not actually, uh, similar, but I actually made this comment back when I was reviewing Kidsboro, and I also made that pretty same statement about Matthew being like a Kid Eugene, I also made that statement of Nelson Swanson, and uh, she said it was weird how Ava's name was pronounced. She said the Spanish in the episode was cool. And, uh, she gave this episode a 4.5 star. of 5 stars rating. So, yeah. Another, uh, great review there. And I had to totally agree that, uh, it is great how the family works together. And, uh, got one more we're going to hit on here real briefly. Because it hasn't been out very long. And, uh. I'll tackle this when I come back next time. But yeah, let's review this one real quick. A little few reviews here and there of... A Game for Mystery. Because uh, you take a game... It gets lost. You have a mystery on your hands. And uh, what do you do? You call on the Parker... Or rather the Jones and Parker... Detective Agency. So let's do just that. Because it just so happens that we have several reviews for that. And, uh, let's go on first with Nate Maxwell. He's been quite a reviewer the last several episodes of, uh, this season on Campbell County. And, yeah, I like it, in a way. He said that the, uh, relationship between Emily and Matthew can almost be described as flirting, which is why he somewhat disliked it. He said that Nelson's cameo in a non-Kids episode was pretty sweet. Which, yeah, I agree. And he said that uh, Barrett seems like a nerdy Jimmy Barclay, which makes him kind of happy. And uh, he also liked how Chris had us look in Proverbs. He said she hasn't given us an assignment in a while. And all in all, he thinks that the episode will be a stepping stone for many more fun adventures with the Jones and Parker Detective Agency and it was okay so he gives it three stars and uh, yeah I won't spoil too much but uh, maybe you'll hear more from the Jones and Parker Detective Agency this season and uh, then again maybe you won't uh, like I said I've got the uh, men in black behind me so I can't say anything anyway Jason also gave us a small review Well, actually, it's a paragraph, so not too bad. He said the episode was good, and that he couldn't have guessed the culprit, though. He said it reminded him of another episode called The Bad Hair Day. And you all know the story in that episode. A comic book and a pocket knife are missing. And uh, some of the Isaac kids look into it, and Rodney and his gang think it's Charles Thompson that took it. And it turns out it was a raccoon. Anyway, he thinks it's interesting that they included a raccoon in this episode as well. I want to have that option turned down due to deductive reasoning on, Emini- on Emily's part, yeah. And the end of it was somewhat unexpected. And he, like I said, he never would have guessed the culprit. And he said, too bad the game ended up getting ran over. Great mystery episode. He said, made not actually impact. But intriguing nonetheless. I'm really liking Matthew. His sense of knowledge. And sometimes big words. More and more like a young Eugene. He said he liked it. And all in all he gives it a uh, 4 out of 5 stars. And to be quite honest with you. I can kind of see that. But uh, I'm starting to like Matthew. Like I like Jimmy. To be honest with you. So yeah. And uh, that's just my take on it. But we did have... Another, uh, review as well, and, uh, it was also from Sapphire Von Trap, and she said she didn't like this episode as well, and she said it was kind of stupid, can't really see that, but yeah, gotta be non-partial, gotta say what everybody thinks, pretty much. She said, all the fellas was over a video game. It was cool how they kept you guessing about the thief, though. And she liked that Nelson Swanson was in it. She said, Emily is a pretty neat kid, but she doesn't like her brother very much. And he uh, reminds her of her brother. Always playing too many games and not enough work. She gave this episode a decent 3 out of 5 stars. And, uh... Marvin De Sanchez also poked in, and, uh, she sa- he said that he also didn't like it. And, uh, sorry to be blunt, he found it stupid, boring, and, uh, just a little bit of fun. He said, but Nelson made it great. Honestly, uh, yeah. I, uh, can't really say much other than that, other than to say that I disagree with him, that it was... Not as much slice in the life as the Parker family. And uh, yeah, we do like the Parker family. But yeah, it is pretty cool. And uh, we had another individual who reviewed this episode. And uh, the individual go by, goes by the uh, screen name, Lionel Green Gal. And uh, she loved Nelson. She also liked him in the Kidsboro shows. And uh, so yeah, she was glad that he came back. So, uh. Other than that, she kind of found the episode a little boring because she was listening to the episode. And then she found herself online surfing the web or something because she got kind of bored with it. But yeah. Enough of that. There's not much reviews other than those. So, uh, let's go over and look at another group of reviews here and there. And let's highlight some reviews over at the Town of Odyssey message boards for, uh, Game for Mystery. and uh, yeah, we're going to, uh, hit them up to get a few thoughts, maybe. See what we can do. Hopefully I can get some thoughts for you guys so I can get this, uh, episode done. So, yeah. Actually, I'm not seeing much of a review over here, to be honest with you. Got a few short comments here and there. Actually, on second thought, I think I did just find a couple of good reviews that we can use. Here, So let's start off with King Butter Turtle. And uh, his main thoughts were that he wasn't impressed with this episode. And he said there just wasn't really anything entertaining about it. really especially entertaining and uh he said that as far as the theme is concerned uh, he was surprised that we still haven't heard the whole theme but at least we got to hear more of it this time you know now that i think about it i might just have to include the theme for you guys and uh let you hear what it really sounds like because i'm not sure if you're going to get it on the uh audio show or not so maybe i'll include that anyway as far as the new characters, he said it was a new character overload. He said there wasn't nearly enough distinct introduction to each character. He said it was just like hey, I'm Emily, and that's my brother Barrett. And those are my parents. And then there's these two kids and we're all going to do all these short, confusing scenes because our voices all sound the same. Yeah. Oh what well, fun. But that isn't like the cardinal rule of writing radio drama. He said he pretty much got straightened out the second time. But still, he thinks that Emily's name was only mentioned twice. And it never was explained why Matthew was just kind of there. And, uh... He said the Barrett was portrayed very negatively. And, uh, it seemed like he's the Jimmy of the family and Emily's the Donna. Yeah. And he said, I know, I've got to stop comparing everyone to the Barclays. But you've got to have some standard of, standard of excellence. And I have to agree that The uh, Barclays were excellent. Jimmy rules. And, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, uh. He thinks that he's going to like Barrett. And said he also sounded a bit like Nathaniel. I'll have to go back and listen to that again. Yeah, He said Emily was interesting. He's not quite sure how her and Matthew fit together. And the whole detective thing was pretty cheesy. But we didn't find too much out about her yet. So he'll have to wait to decide. He said the parents are awesome though. And uh yeah. Nelson's back. He said he really hoped they give up on using the kids' role characters. Because I didn't like. Because he didn't like them, any of them, to be honest with him. And as far as the mystery goes, he thought the mystery was poorly done for the simple fact that the listeners had no way of figuring it out other than a little bit of uh, foreshadowing. And he said, how are we supposed to know the size of the teeth marks on the garbage? And did they forget this is radio? And uh, he also mentioned that... Uh, after the latest podcast, he was expecting to hear a very Encyclopedia Brown, Perfect Witness-type episode. But, he found the mystery very hard to get caught up in. And, uh, as for the credits, he said that uh, Chris has been doing more complete recaps this season, and he likes that. And, uh, he said that, uh... As far as the credits said it was getting to where all there was time for was to say the names, but now she's doing a more full review of what was learned. And he said that there was a lot of new names. With the exception of Chris Anthony and Christopher Deal, he didn't recognize any new actors, new writer, even a new composer. And uh his other notes were that Zapazoids has finally been replaced as the cool video game Nazi. And uh as a said, sad smiley there. I can kind of see his point of view there. He said that the episode was very kid-centered. With the exception of the minor parent roles. And he said it almost felt like Kidsboro. He is somewhat surprised to still not. Just to have. Well, uh, he is actually somewhat surprised to have. Still not heard from uh, Wooten. One third into the season. With him being a main character and everything. And, uh. Oh, I, like I said, I won't go there, because, uh... <laughs> oh, man, looks like the uh, guards are going to sleep. Maybe I can not say something here. Oh, oh, oh. <coughs> oh, man. Ow, that hurt. Go back to sleep. Never mind, I won't say anything. Anyway, he gives a rating, uh, two out of five stars. Anyway, my producer's giving me the go-ahead to do a couple more, uh, reviews here. So let's see if I can find any more before we uh, call it a, well, a day. And yeah, I think I just found one. Uh, We have a small little review here from Bennett here. So let's talk about that. She said that wasn't very good at all. And uh, she didn't have time to listen to all her reasons, but uh, she said it was a little insulting to children's intelligence. And Inspiration and uh, the Inspiration Station more Decent Odyssey episodes. She said this one wasn't. She said it was a poor story. Script, pacing, and dialogue. And uh, she said she was completely disappointed. And uh, she said she's going to be writing a full review of the album. But uh, we'll have to wait on that one. Anyway, let's see if we have any other things we can discuss before we move on. Looks like I've got one or two more reviews I can do. Have a review here from V Lady. And in order for episodes of this style to entertaining, she said it's usually best if they contain a lot of humor, fun music, etc. She said, in my opinion, it really didn't have any of these things. And that the overload of new characters pretty much earned it for her. And, uh, she said, what's with Barrett? He seems, uh, to only have one volume, loud. And she said in a whiny over the top sort of way. She said she feels very negative right now. And, uh, oh well. She said I'm sure next week will feel better. And, uh, yeah. Maybe it will. Who knows? Because you never know what's going to come up around the corner here. Because, uh, Odyssey always has something cool for us. And, uh, hey, yeah Since, uh. The, uh. Guard that was awake stepped out. For a uh, few minutes, uh, let me actually give you guys a uh, brief uh, snippet of uh, what uh, the new episode is because I do believe that it is, and the one, uh, the new episode that we have coming up is actually. Going to be titled, uh, because like I said, I sometimes get old at these late hours and I forget. It's Target of the Week, yeah. And uh, you guys should really like this one. At least I think so anyway. But anyway, let's form in one more uh, review before we pack it in. And what a great way to end it. Let's look at a review from Cat's Paw. And, uh, she thinks she enjoyed the first half more than the second of this episode. And because she agrees that with most of those said that the solving of the mystery was disappointing, she didn't really feel like she was involved in it. And it was fun to try and piece things together, but here we really didn't have the information to do that. And, uh, she did, like... Emily and Matthew working together And she can definitely see some Fine future potential for the detective agency But she felt this episode could have been better And she said uh, That Bennett always has interesting comments to make Which I'll have to agree So anyway let's wrap it up And uh, call it a day Or night Whatever time you're listening to this Uh, Let's just call it a podcast And uh, that's a good compromise right there Just call it a podcast And uh, wrap this show up it's been going for... Uh, according to my producer... 25 and... 45... 46... 47... Anyway... Because it's been 25 minutes at least... So... Per string 26... So let's have to show up... And... Uh, get it out of the presses here... Because... We have a lot more to come up next time... And yeah... We'll get to more stuff next time... Because... Hopefully next time I can keep the uh, minimum block away... I hope... So yeah... Let's, uh, wrap this show up by, uh, telling you some very interesting information. Well, it's not so interesting, but you guys know what I'm gonna say. Come to yet is best, done. uh, what's well, always right. And, uh, simply put, the best is yet to come. Goodbye, everybody. Not human beings were harmed in this recording. <laughs> Hey, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Oh, hi there. I'm John Avery Whittaker, but most folks around here call me Whit. We're just getting ready for a time of wonder and excitement. Want to come along? We'd love to have you join us for another adventure in Odyssey.